Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, everyone. We are finally back. What? On the main campaign. It's crazy. And we are on officially episode 18 today. Uh, I know. There's so many episodes in this campaign. And if you combine it with the previous one, wow, that's even more. That's a lot. That's a, lot. That's a big number. Um, I don't remember how many episodes were in the first campaign with these characters. So, you know, it's, it's just a big number. Um, hey, if you're excited, if you are as excited as we are to get back to our main campaign, leave us a like. Leave us a comment. Uh, leave us a subscription if you haven't already uh follow the podcast um leave us a rating there tell your friends spread the good word all that good stuff you can also follow us on social media at rollers guild dnd on twitter instagram and tiktok um and yeah that's all the normal stuff that we go through so we're gonna just do this real quick we're gonna go ahead and Finally, dive on in to tonight's episode. An excellent dive. tandem heroes of Waterdeep had ventured into the mists of Ravenloft in their search for Artemis's dastardly brother Dagrin. The first domain they arrived in was Mordent, where they were told to find Dr. Rudolf Van Richten, who could point them in the right direction. Before getting his help, the party had to help two ghosts who had longed to be married in life finally find peace and get married in death. After completing that task, Dr. Van Richten, who had been struggling with a curse of insanity, was restored to his mental faculties and able to help the party. He helped them understand the nature of Ravenloft and of the Dark Lords. He also tried to help them understand the unique curse that seems to be surrounding Oikos, the ancestral homeland of Artemis's family and the presumed destination of Dagrin. In order to reach Oikos, the party was advised to seek out the wizard Firan Zalhonen. Dr. Van Richten doesn't particularly trust Firan, 
but he knows that if anyone can help the party reach their destination, a place that no one can retain any memory of, it's Firan. Van Richten doesn't know where the wizard currently is, but he knows that Alanic Ray and Arthur Sedgwick, detective associates of his, probably do know. They were last seen traveling with the Carnival, a traveling domain of dread, if you will. The party spent the rest of the day recuperating and continuing to get more information about their personal goals. In particular, Nyx got information about the magic artifact she seeks to rebuild um, from Amos Durant, who had managed to contact her from across the plains. Bowman uh, asked Dr. Van Richten about the domain of Falkovnia, and Elena uh, also spoke to Dr. Van Richten and learned that in order to track down the item that she, sp that she seeks, she should uh, uh, speak to a fate reader of some sort, one of whom is likely traveling with the carnival in Litwick Market. Finally, that night, Penny uh, woke up late at night, and was faced with the presumed ghost of her mother, who warned her that if they persisted in trying to reach Oikos, it would destroy her soul. And that is where we will pick up. So, Penny, your mom just dropped this bombshell on you. It's the middle of the night. All your friends are asleep around you. Elena meditates, does not go to sleep, but for whatever reason, doesn't seem to be tracking what's going on here either. So, um, what, what do you do? What's next? What do you say? What, what exactly does that mean? So your spirit, just your spirit is destroyed? It's, it's complicated, my dear. It, the, something about that domain being in Ravenloft, it is, it's, a, it, it's important that it stays there. If it were to be removed from Ravenloft, then, then it could... It would, it will destroy the souls of many spirits, including mine. And the Dark Lord of that domain, I don't know much about him. I, I don't, I don't even know how I know all of this, to be honest, but the Dark Lord of that domain, he, he wants your friends and his brother to come there. And I fear that what he has planned will cause horrible things to happen to not just my soul, but the souls of many others. And you like this? You like being a soul? You don't want to, like, move on? If this happens, there is no moving on. The soul is the thing that moves on. If okay. my soul is destroyed, then there's no afterlife. There's just nothing. Okay. 
Okay. This is, I'm sorry, this is a lot. I love you and this is incredible, but this is a lot. You understand that, right? I do, Penny. I do. I know. I'm sorry. I know this is a big, a big thing to tell you and to, but it's taken me a lot of time to figure out how to even speak to you and I won't be able to speak to you always, but I, I can, I can check in occasionally, but I just, I just thought I should warn you. Okay. 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 Thank you. Thank you for the warning. I will take it into consideration. I'm going to be completely honest with you, mom. There is definitely a hierarchy in the group of which I am at the bottom. So. <laughs> Don't so, say things like that, Penny. You're no, 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 mom. You're I understand. intelligent. Your friends love you. I no, they don't. They really don't. Yeah. I I know you have to say it because you're my mom, but they really, really don't like me. I had one friend and she left me. So and Penny, I I don't think you. You've always been bad at accepting. That other people like having you around. Your okay. friends do. Yeah, okay. You can say that all you want. It, I still am not believing it. I didn't believe it when you were alive. I don't believe it when you're dead. I'm sorry. Anyways, but I'm just telling you that if I go to the group with this information, it's not going to change anything. I don't know what to do. I have no idea what to do. Artie, this is like Artie's thing. He has to do this. I I don't know. I'm just, I, I don't know. Well, I mean, do what you think is best. Um, I, I'm your mother, and I'll I'll support you. Right, right. Even if it means the end of your existence forever, and you don't get an afterlife. Um, which, of course, yeah. Okay, great, cool. Okay. I would just ask that you that you think about this and you know maybe try and and hopefully sometime soon I can talk to you again and you know Do you see do you see other ghosts or souls when you're out? I'm in I'm in an interesting position. My my soul, half of it is in my proper afterlife, and the other part of it is here. So, yes and no. Hmm. If you hear anything else about the Dark Lord and Oikos, please let me know. If anyone's talking about it in the ghost grapevine or whatever, that would be helpful. I will. <laughs> okay i'm okay it's really good to see you good to see you i'm so proud of you penny i love you love you and her image fades away um at this moment elena as you've been sitting there meditating you like 
blink and suddenly Penny is not laying on the floor where she was before. She's standing halfway across the room. <laughs> Looking at the walls. I'm gonna walk over to her prob- not like too silently because mm-hmm. I don't want to like scare her. Yeah. And, and just like gently touch her on the shoulder. Ah! Oh my god, Alina. Hi! <laughs> Good morning. Are you all right? How'd you sleep? Uh, my meditation went well. Great. But are are you all right? Just woke up, feeling great. What time is it? Is it time to go yet? I feel like I'm ready to go. We could go right now. Uh, it's like three a.m. <laughs> should I wake the others? It, no, I don't think so. But um, I know we don't know each other super well but are don't it's it seems like maybe you're not okay do do you want me to go and and find one of one of the others to no talk to or they cannot do anything for me do you (laughs) they really can't okay do do you want to talk to me no i do not okay um perhaps you should go back to sleep because no, I will it not. is it is <laughs> quite early I'm gonna go for a run I think I've never run before but I think I might try it tonight okay would would you like a companion for that <laughs> no <laughs> I don't <laughs> do you know how could... you know if I needed advice for something and my friend lives, my only friend, lives in another dimension of me. How would I get in contact with her? Well, um, I may be able to help with that, but I don't, I don't know for sure, uh, if, if we were able to somehow get her ascending stone and, and mm. one for you, those can sometimes communicate cross- dimensions hmm okay a little too late for that if if you were able to uh develop the 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 skills to be able to produce the spell sending i unfortunately can't contact her seeing as i've never met her before so i have no familiarity with her but uh if she's as you say your best friend uh it would work for you Right. All right. Well, I will never learn the sending smell spell because I am the worst half wizard that anyone has ever met. And sometimes I forget that I I, I even know magic. But thank you for the help, Alina. You thank you. You could try, and I'd I'd be happy to assist in any way that I could. I don't even know that I know. I don't even think I know. I don't think I know sending. Okay. All right. Well, um, perhaps a cup of tea for when you get back from your run? I don't drink tea. Um, but Uh, if you have, like, if we have espresso here, that would be great. I'm going to go on a long walk. Okay. (laughs) Thanks, Alina. Thank you. I know that sounds sarcastic, but th- thank you. Thank you for checking in. 
Sure. And Penny's gonna go on a walk. Right. I'll never see her again. Awesome. Uh, yeah, you... Is Do, do all of the other characters, do, do all of the rest of everyone sleep, or does anybody else meditate? I think everyone else sleeps. Can... Artemis doesn't meditate? Isn't he half-elf? He's half-elf, but half-elves typically do still sleep. Yeah. Darn. I was kind of hoping to send one of you after her. <laughs> I, I was I was going to say, can can Bowman just do a, per, like a perception check to see if he hears like the door opening and closing? Um, I'm, I'm know, asleep. Penny, could are, I, are actually, you... could I uh alita make a perception check to see if anybody's like half awake or like yeah semi-conscious you you go ahead and make a perception check penny what i would like from you is as you are leaving first are you trying to not disturb any of your friends um i she doesn't consider us friends so no god stop (laughs) i would say that that i'm trying to be courteous to them sleeping but i'm also like not really paying attention so go go we'll say then make a stealth check with disadvantage okay and we will compare it against everyone's passive perception okay um i got a a 12 a 12 on your regular perception okay yeah 14 14 my so, passive is 13. Yeah. I, uh, actually, everyone but Bowman, funny enough, uh, <laughs> looking at your passive perception scores, um, <laughs> stirs at least partially uh, as Penny departs. So, Elena, even with a 12, it's not a particularly difficult perception check to make. You can tell that, like, everybody but Bowman mm-hmm. was sort of... Um, partially uh partially woke up with the sound of penny leaving um so if you wanted to grab one of them to send after I, her you could yeah i think i'm going to go tap nicks on mm. on the sh- um i'm mm. so- sorry to wake you penny seems a bit off she just left to go on a walk what uh, time is it it's it's about 3 a.m. That's yeah, weird. She was standing, staring at the wall when I uh, kind of stepped out of my trance for a moment. And she, she seems a little standoffish. And I know I don't know most of you that well, but it, it seems like something may have frightened her a bit. Uh, perhaps, uh, I, I'm not very good at sneaking around myself, but, uh, it seems that you might be, and and following her could, just to make sure she's okay. Yeah, yeah, um, okay. Hmm. Hmm. And you just hear, like, all of the bones in Nyx's body crack. Um, (laughs) uh, yeah, oh. I could probably use a, a stretch. Yeah, I'll go. Do you know which way she went? Uh, not exactly. She she left just a few moments ago. Okay. Um, I'm gonna go get some water. But I'll be back. Well, maybe. Hopefully. <laughs> 
Okay. Thanks. Uh, yeah, Nyx, you you head out. Um, go ahead, make a uh, make a perception check for me as you step outside into the cold night air. Fourteen. Fourteen. That does meet Penny's stealth check from earlier. So I will say you spot her heading around the corner, walking away. Now, are you going to try to like go up to her or are you going to try to follow stealthily just to make sure she stays out of trouble? Um, I'm going to start off stealthily, but I'm not necessarily, like, I'm being quiet and I don't necessarily want to, like, make her turn around or feel like she's being followed, but I, like, I'm I'm quiet, but I'm not, like, trying to sneak. So I will leave it up to you. Do you want to make a stealth check or not? Sure. Okay. Um, we're gonna contest this against Penny's passive. So what did we, what'd you get? 25. <laughs> yeah, that's uh that's pretty good. Yeah, you follow silently behind Penny. What is what does Nick see, Penny? Is she silently following? Penny's just walking very, very briskly. I just it's like I'm not talking to myself. I'm not like freaking out. I'm just taking a walk. Briskly. Very, very quickly. Okay. What is your walking speed? My walking speed? What a great question. My walking speed is 30 feet. Okay, so it's bad. So Nix is oh, like okay, good. struggling, but she's <laughs> keeping up at a distance. Um, <clears throat> Penny's um, only going to walk for like 30 minutes. It's not going to be a long okay. walk. Okay, great. Um, Nix, when you get the sense that Penny is heading back, you double back wait, and like, wait. oh, no. Okay. So I'm I'm not gonna like just follow her this whole time. Yeah. <laughs> um, like five minutes in, once I'm like once she doesn't seem like too crazy, I'm gonna like dart down an alley and like meet her. Yeah. Like come at her and be like, Oh <laughs> Could you Hey, what are you Nick's... doing up? What yeah. are you doing up? You know, sometimes I just like to stretch my feet, stretch my legs. You really? Yeah. These things, I need to stretch them as much as possible. Otherwise, they get, like, if I stay crouched for too long, like, I really gotta, really gotta stretch them out. It's like four in the morning. <clears throat> yeah. I had a weird dream. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. I had a weird dream, too. It was about birds. Oh, Artie's bird? <laughs> um, Artie's bird did make an appearance, but it was just generally about large birds. And, you know, Mix didn't actually have this dream, but now she's, like, thinking about it a little too much. <laughs> you don't have to recount it if it's going to be, like, traumatic. That's okay. We're working through it. I, I, if this bird's gonna be around for a while, I gotta get over it. So, you know, yeah. I just figured that coming out for a walk is a good way to, like, process. Maybe I'd see some birds. At four in the morning? 
I don't know. I've never paid any attention to birds because I don't want to. But sometimes you hear them chirping. So, I don't know. Is the sun coming up soon? What time of year is it? In Mordant, it's hard to say. Sure. But uh, you said you had a weird dream? Uh, yeah. Weird so, are you going to go back, or what? Weird. I said weird enough to come out walking? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. I was thinking of going for a run, but running is hard. I tried that for, like, a little a little bit, like, about 10 seconds, and I decided I was just going to walk. It, it, it is hard. And sometimes, you know, you don't need exertion. You just need to move. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, I just... Clearing my head. Sure, 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 sure. Yeah. Well, you know, if there's anything that you need to talk about or want to talk about or just anything on your mind, I'm a pretty good listener. The rest of us are, most of the rest of us are pretty good listeners. Um, So, you know, I know it's been weird since, like, you know, Octavia went back. Um, oh no it hasn't been weird since octavia left i just don't want you to feel like you can't talk to us because you know you're you're pretty cool and yeah pretty badass did alina send you out here no she was still staring at her feet when i left oh okay all right you're being weird Maybe it's the early morning. Yeah. I am quite reflective at this time of day. Okay. Well, there's nothing I need to talk about. I think I'm going to head back. You mind if I join you? No, it would be weirder if you didn't. That's that's true. Because we're going to the same place and it's four in the morning. This is quite unrelated. But I just remembered. I'm almost done with the... the the cat in the hat that I was making you. Oh! I don't remember this! <laughs> what? I don't know if I told you I was making this for you, but I've been fiddling around with my little woodcarver's tools and and I'm, I'm making things to hone this new craft that I've picked up while we were, you know, like since the big big dragon incident oh so yeah i i'm gonna work on that while we're traveling today so yeah nix yeah do you think we're gonna make it to oikos like what do you think the chances are we get there um i honestly have no fucking clue like nobody knows that it exists so Who's to say, like, we found it in books, but, I don't know, sometimes there's stuff in books that doesn't actually exist. Somebody made it up. So, like, maybe it's just this weird fairy tale that's been passed down in Artie's family. Like, um, why are we even going to Oikos? Is it to find Dagrin? Yeah. So, if we found him not in Oikos, and we, like, killed him, would we not have to go to Oikos? 
mean, that does seem like the main. Maybe not kill him. I don't know. If, is the goal to kill him? I don't know. He seems like a really bad dude, but I don't. I mean, he's still Artemis's brother. He did probably kill Artie's dad, but like, and I'm gonna leave that all up to Artemis. Yeah, we'll back yeah. him whatever he decides to do. But right. um, yeah, I don't, I don't know if we'll make it. I am kind of curious to see what it looks like. Yeah, like what does a lost city? Has it? Has, did it industrialize? Are there factories? Or is it like this bum funkin' bit? Bum. What am I trying to say? <laughs> what are you trying to say, Nick? No, no. Is it like this weird ass place where there's no technology? Right, right yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Weird. Yeah. What about you? What do you think? What do I think? Yeah, you think we'll make it? I don't know. I guess I wasn't really thinking about it. To be honest, I feel like we just kind of jumped into this whole thing. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. I think maybe Octavia had the right idea. Maybe. We're in like a different dimension. We are. This is like very far away from my family. It's a little uncomfortable. Yeah. I think about it too hard. So I try not to think about it at all. Um, I mean, I'm glad. I'm glad we're we're helping Artie, obviously. Right. right. But I don't know. yeah, we did. I mean, it's us. We did just kind of jump into it without thinking about it for very long. So, I'm surprised Janara let us do this. Seems like something she would have put a stop to, or at least question. Like, she seems very much ready to help us with whatever we need. So I'm not that surprised that she's here. But we didn't really have much of a conversation about it. Also, like, remember Freedom? And Freedom was, yeah. like, our mom for a little bit? Yeah. How did she let us go here? Does she even know we're here? I don't even know where she is. <laughs> Me neither. I think... I, has anyone checked in on her? I don't know. I don't know. Nyx, I'm gonna go to bed. I'm okay, me too. I'm gonna go to, I'm gonna go to bed. You, you ready for bed? Yeah, I'm ready for bed. Okay. Right. Uh, with that, you guys return... Van Richten's and go back to sleep to finish your long rests. Um, nothing else happens that night. Rest of the night passes uneventfully. Uh, so you all wake up in the morning. Um, Dr. Van Richten comes in with coffee uh, as he has the previous couple days that you guys have crashed at his place. Um, what do you guys do? That's a good question. So, breakfast. You... <laughs> yes, there's breakfast as well. Do you think we should probably grab our supplies before we head to the next dimension? Probably. Mm-hmm. What do we need? Other than the, like, the the talisman, or whatever the hell it's called. Which the ticket. Yeah. yeah. And we just, like, walk into the mist with that, right? Dr. Van Richten says, um, yes, that is, uh, exactly what you would need to do. Uh, a leader of the group focuses on a mist talisman in their 
session and after some time, it is not instantaneous, but after some time, you should arrive in the domain of your destination. And if one of us accidentally, you know, trips or gets lost in the mist, like we're not all holding hands as we walk you, through, what happens? No, you do not have to hold hands as long as you stay together. All right. I'm gonna make a little rope leash for all of us. Like, yeah. you know those little preschool lines? Yeah, I'm gonna make one of those things. Um, how are we doing on diamonds? Is there a place where we could go get more diamonds? Uh, in Mordenshire? I think oh, diamonds yeah. might be a uh, uh, <laughs> big ask for this <clears throat> fishing hamlet. Um, before we head to the next dimension, I haven't tried to contact my parents yet, and I know it might not work. Um, but I only have for twenty five words. I should yep. know this. I only have 25 words. Does anyone want me to um, get a message to anyone else or anything if I'm able to contact them? I mean, do your parents know who our families are? I mean, I would, yeah, they were in Waterdeep helping us. Okay. Um, yeah. Could you say... Tell everyone's parents we're fine. That's five words. I yeah, I can definitely do that. Feel like that covers it. Or families. I'm sure they'll understand what I'm saying. Anything else? <laughs> I mean, I'm sure that cook is charging Danny way too much, but. That can wait. Okay. <laughs> Octavia's, or not Octavia, oh my goodness. <laughs> Alina's going to be given side-eye to Penny. Like, I th I think Rose is probably taking care of Lucky probably fairly well, but also she's not in the water team, so. Um, do my parents have me, Rose? I would assume because they were there at the big, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. big the big finale. Right. Um, do you want me to have my parents contact Rose? No, that's she's fine. Oh, is she still at Candlekeep? That's where we left off. I would assume because she wanted to study more. Hmm. But also like we left her with a great deal. Like we gave her pretty much free roam. Hmm. Oh, um, I don't know if there's any words left over, but tell them to tell Freedom we say hi. Okay. Okay. Great. All oh, right. and Octavia. <laughs> the message is just like, I love you. 
say hi to Terrence Freedom Octavio Rose. <laughs> like a list of people I have 25 words um your dog's name is lucky don't don't worry about lucky and ropes they're probably fine okay um hi parents we are safe Going to another dimension. Tell parents, Rose, Freedom, and Octavia. Hi. <laughs> Love you. Talk soon. All right. What I need from you is I need you to roll me a D100. Oh, God. Okay. I'm going to do that. What if it ends up in the wrong, the wrong person? <laughs> the wrong dimension. 47. Okay. After a moment passes, now I have to roll a D100. Is it like radio frequencies? You're trying no. to get. What it is, is they're on each. If it's another plane of existence, there's a percentage chance that the message doesn't arrive. So, for instance, the message could get from Janara to her parents, but then her parents' message back could mm -hmm. not succeed. So, I have to roll both directions, basically. Um... After a moment passes, you get back. Hi, Janara. Plane hopping is fun, isn't it? <laughs> We've done it loads of times. Brag. <clears throat> Still on the hunt for Fear Kindler. But will try to contact. And I believe that's exactly 25 words, so. Perfect. I'm going to relay that to everyone. And I think Janara probably feels a tiny bit better. I mean, she knows her parents have traveled planes before, but just like the, the reassurance again that they have done this multiple yeah. times, I think does make her feel um a little bit less nervous about this next jump yeah great for being a really big dragon you think it would be easier to find i know well they can, can find if my parents can they can cha change form i guess yeah. that's true like i got interrogated by dragonborn version of you right oh how'd that go I don't really remember. Locked <laughs> it out. <laughs> um, great. All right, you guys. Uh, now, what supplies do we need? Message. So there's no diamonds. How are we doing on potions? Yeah, Is there a potion? Could... Oh wait, we're in the. You are. You also already like 
bought out all of the potions. Okay. Oh, never mind. So we got our potions. Did we? I think we did go shopping before. I have one potion of greater healing. You got any holy water that we could I also have buy from you? Holy water. That's right. Uh that you would be better served going to the um, Church of Ezra for holy water. I I would rather not go back there. We didn't really, probably didn't leave a good impression. Well, unfortunately, the way to get holy water is to speak to a priest about that. So, um, no, I do not have any, unfortunately. But... There are also usually ways around requiring holy water to get the things done that holy water would typically help you get done, so. Like what? Well, it depends on the situation, but uh, holy water is usually helpful against fiends or um, <clears throat> the undead um and uh you know anything there are there are other methods that are useful against fiends and the undead other than just holy water oh, okay. all right well are we good on food supplies regular water I think so. Well, don't they have food at carnivals? Yeah, we can we... buy fried stuff! I would presume that this is not the regular carnival. Well, funny thing, it... It's a... It is a carnival. I mean, there is food there. There's games. There's Do you circus have performances. Horses? Better have horses. I'm sure they do. Um... Yes, I believe they do. Last time I was there, um, you know the the it's it's just that the carnival is followed around by um, um, disruptive fae presences, and um, if the carnival stays in one place for too long, the fae that follow the carnival can cause problems. Um, you will certainly meet some of them. Um, they almost always set up a marketplace outside of the carnival called Litwick Market. Um, and that is, uh, uh, you can find some useful things at Litwick Markets, but as time goes on, more and more fae congregate around the carnival and Eventually, they have to move on, or else bad things start to happen. But it's mostly a normal carnival. All things, well, as normal as anything can be in Ravenloft. So, yeah, there is food there. All right. Well, we should probably finish breakfast and head out. Mm-hmm. Well, best of luck. Thank as you I, for your help. Of course, and as I, as I believe I mentioned, Lena does have a Miss Talisman to get back here to Mordentshire, so 
should you need a place to return to in your travels, um, acquaintances are always welcome to visit. Thank you. It's the least I can do after um, after you helped me. All right. Um, could we get more hash browns? Yes. Uh, I'll be right back. Thank you. Um. Yeah. With that, you you finish your breakfast off. Are you guys heading out into the mists immediately? I guess so. Yeah. Got nothing better to do. All right. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. You make your way. Um. Out of Mordenshire. Uh, it takes some time to reach the nearest mist border, um, but eventually you do arrive, and who is hanging on to the ticket for the carnival? Janara. Hang on to it. <laughs> okay. So, Janara, you'll need to lead the way. Um, the most stable among us. Uh, and with that, uh, you all enter the mists. As you do, you are immediately surrounded by an impenetrable cold mists that obscure your sight in all directions. As you make your way along the the crunchy ground, you hear the haunting cries and distant whispers um, calling out in the distance. Um, as you're walking along, you pass by uh, uh, several, you think, trees, um, but they are very strange. They are perfectly round with no bark ridges and no branches that you can discern in your limited visibility. They look more like giant hair follicles than trees. Yeah. Oh, it's there... just palm trees. We're in Florida. Um, as you are walking through the mist, um, Janara. <laughs> so I would like to look at the dread. ground while we're walking on it. Once, like, once I realize these look like hair follicles, mm -hmm. I would like to look at the ground. What does the ground look like? The ground looks like dandruff. Dirt, some some stones, some pine needles. Um, okay. Mostly normal, but you are still a little off put and on edge by these weird trees. Uh, now, Janara, since you're the one leading the way with mm -hmm. the mist talisman, what I need from you is I need you to roll two d six. First one's a four, and second one's a five. Okay, so that is a total of nine. Then. Yes. Okay. You are making your way through the mist for what feels like an eternity. Um, uh, you know, you're sort of pushing pushing through the mists, you hear, you still hear constantly these haunting noises in the distance. Um, the 
limited bits of landscape that you can see sort of change around you. At one moment, you feel like you're heading down a hill uh, into a valley, um, and then eventually you find a bridge going over a dried-out riverbed. Um, you continue along uh, the strange trees give way to a rocky landscape made out of sharp shards of stone that look like the rib cage of an enormous monster. Um, and still you press on. Janara, you don't know how you know this, but you know what way to go as if a sixth sense is telling you what directions to turn, what ways to take. Um, more than once, you all think you see lights off in the distance, but as you approach the location where those lights were, they're gone. Um, but you continue forging ahead into the mists. You spend nine hours Oh. Nine long hours trudging through the landscapes hidden in the mists. I have to take breaks a couple of times. Um, We're going to die here. Uh, but eventually, eventually, up ahead, you start seeing multicolored lights glistening in the mists. The mists see slowly seem to fade around you. You are now walking in a field of tall grasses. Um, and finally, you emerge from the mist to find yourselves standing in front of the carnival itself. A, it's evening, wherever the carnival has settled. You see numerous tents of multiple colors with bright lights shining from beyond them in front of the uh, temporary fencing that surrounds the carnival proper. You see a hodgepodge of stalls and caravans and um, uh, uh, tents uh, all pitched and set up right outside the carnival with strings of fairy lights, literal fairy lights, as you can see that they are lit by actual fairies um, dangling from these strands um, in all sorts of different colors. Nix would like to whisper to them, are you being fairly paid for your work? Uh, well, you haven't gotten into <laughs> the market yet. Um, That's what she has on her mind right uh, now. And this brings you, at last, after a long day of travel, to the carnival. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices 
down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. So, you guys have arrived at the carnival as you uh, sort of step up to um, Litwick Market. You see, you know, colorful, colorful lights and canvases uh, on all sides. You are immediately, as you step into this, into the Litwick Market, uh, you hear uh, people at their shops. And you you see a few, a few visitors, it seems like, wandering around Litwick Market as well. Um, who all seem to have these like big smiles on their faces. Um, and you hear like Can I insight check them. Sure, make an insight check. Um, I feel like I've been here before, but not sober. Twenty-two. Twenty-two. Uh, boy, those smiles are disconcerting. There's something going on with those people. That's um, but you are not sure what. Um, but you hear the, the barkers or the, the people selling stuff here in the market sort of calling out all around you, uh, and you see, uh, uh, one, um, uh, uh, you, you see, uh, uh, shortly away, you see, like, sort of a satyr, half goat, half person, these like long curly horns that he's painted um red and white um is calling out and saying like robe of useful items robe of useful items get it here all you have to do is give me your pleasant dreams come on over the robe of useful items um as you're walking along you hear uh, uh, someone calling out this is seems to be an elven individual with like extremely long ears some of you would be familiar with this particular type of elf as an Eladrin, an elf who lives in the Fey, who hails from the Feywild, I should say. Um, this Eladrin is speaking uh, uh, to a, a person uh, outside the, outside of their stall and says, Yes, I can, um, I can arrange for that uh, uh I, I i can i can help um you and your partner but in exchange i will need 10 years of your life split between the two of you however you see fit um who's next to me i want i'm yanking on somebody's like shirt like bonus I, to be me <laughs> <laughs> do not get a good vibe no what um, in interesting things that people are selling. 
the exchange rate seems really weird. Well, I've I've seen worse, but yes, this is pretty pretty bad. Um, as you're walking along through the market, you are you pass by a uh, you pass by a a nearby um tent uh, a colorful tent and you hear um uh, uh you hear a voice call out from the tent gateway that says uh i can read your fates for a price you there young man you want to know what that flame really wants? Oh, oh. 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 How about how about I, you? I, I think how about talking. how about you, my fine elven lady? You're after something important. I think I could help you find where it is. What's your all price? of you? In fact, I could help. Uh, you turn. Yeah, this in, this individual. This is a, a appears to be human, though appearances are deceiving. Um, woman with uh, uh, dark skin, long gray hair. Um, her eyes are like bright purple and she's wearing like a frayed uh, uh, top hat. And she says, well, that depends on the information you seek. I can read anyone's fate and give you some guidance on how to achieve your destiny. But uh, I do require payment, of course. These services aren't for free. Uh, but uh, before you reach for those fine money bags you have on your waists there, I should tell you I don't particularly care for coin. What I want instead is an item of sentimental value. The greater the sentiment, the more of your fate I'm able to discern. Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> uh, boy. Um. You there, my gnomish friend, you're looking for pieces of something that was once broken, aren't you? Mm-hmm. I can tell you where to find them. Yeah, that'd be really nice. Um, I... I'm on an adventure. I didn't really bring anything of sentimental value. Come now, there must be something you have that you care for, that you would not ideally like to part with, but surely parting with something I mean, is worth the knowledge you can gain. I mean... Um... What? For, for the record, it doesn't have to be something that you strictly have listed in your character sheet. But if you think that your character would have something that is of sentimental value for them, and you can sell me on that being an item that is of sentimental value for them, this I person feel like you will did, take that exchange. I, I feel like you did this on purpose to me, because I have that one thing that I think you know about. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. And hey, I don't want to give it up. I don't know up. what you're talking about. I have this doll. I mean, so. A what? 
Oh, oh the that's doll. right. It was your childhood doll. <laughs> I forgot it was your childhood doll. Hmm. I have she, four copies of Alfonso Alexander's monogrammed underwear. Those, you, you, uh, uh, she looks at this at the stack of underwear. They're very says, special to me. I do mm -hmm. not sense a strong emotional attachment to the to those. This I, doll, however, this is you. something that you once lost and found once again. It is important to you. Yes. Yeah, I grew up with it. Memories of childhood. Mm -hmm. Would you part with her? It must be given willingly, of course. Mm -hmm. But in exchange, I will tell you where you can find what you're looking for. Well, you know, this doll has come in quite useful. Has it? Yeah. Okay. People love her. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Okay. Um, Nix, I don't know that that doll has been as useful as you think it is. I feel like this would be a good a good thing to give away for that information. Are you we sure we're not going to Come it? now, Miss Presswell. I, I... Do not judge someone's sentimental attachment to an item. Okay, first of all, please don't last name me in public. How do you know <laughs> her last name? Great. I can read fate, Miss Leffrey. Yeah. What? All right, yeah, you can have the doll. That's fine. Wait, wait, wait. Do Bowman's last name. Oh, yeah. Ooh. I already gave last name this isn't, him. But this last isn't for the doll. Him. I want to know where that stuff is. This is That doll wasn't payment for his last name. <laughs> Your friend, uh, I believe, only ever had one name, though it has changed. Wow, you it are good. Currently... Z well, it's currently Bowman. It used to be Zaymark. Did we know that? Can I call you Marky? Did we know that? I don't know. So, I, know. So I feel like only Artie knew that or Nicks, something. If you would step into the tent with me. Can I bring a buddy? Sure. Thanks. I'm going to oh. bring Penny with me. Okay. Okay. Uh, Nix and Penny, you enter into the tent. Um, it's like dimly lit. There's a uh, uh, sort of um, an incense in here. Uh, this uh, uh, the fate reader sits you down and says, and "Can I, I check? Can I check to see if there's any other people in the room? Do a little quick security check. Well, make a perception check. Okay, this is why you bring a buddy. Um, as you're making your perception check, she's going to say, and I apologize. I don't believe I introduced myself properly. Call me Auntie Paul." 17. 17. Uh, you don't see anybody else in the room. Okay. Um, Auntie Polly looks at you, Nix, and says, mm, I think for this one, I'm going to call on the cards for some help. Um, she reaches into like her coat pocket, pulls out a deck of cards, shuffles them quickly, flips the cards over. They have symbols that you don't really understand or recognize. As she Are we playing them. poker? No, I'm reading your fate. There are different mediums that I can use to discern one's fate. I think for finding what you're looking for, the pieces of the orrery of the wanderer, cards are the way for me to read your fate. Okay. She gathers them back up. 
I know where you can find Pegasus. Yes. Hello? Yes. One piece can be found in the Arcanist's laboratory in Falkovnia. Two pieces can be found in the realm of Lemordia. One in an abandoned mine and the other... Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> I'm gonna need you to just... Before we get too ahead of ourselves, I am taking notes. So I'm gonna need you to <laughs> go piece by piece. Very well. One piece... <laughs> is in the Arcanist's laboratory. Yeah, 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 I got that one. Okay. One piece is in the abandoned mine in Lamordia. There is a second piece in Lamordia as well, which can be found in the steam-powered metropolis of Ludendorff. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. City. What was it called? Ludendorff. Ludendorff. Okay. Two additional pieces can be found in the tangled halls of the Wizard King's Palace in Darkon. Okay. And the final piece is twice lost, hiding in the lost library of the Nameless Realm. Hmm. Do any of those things sound familiar to me? <laughs> uh, you, I probably haven't heard of the domains that I mentioned already, the Nameless Realm, you could probably hazard a guess as to what that is. Furthermore, the housing itself is long since destroyed, but someone as clever as you can surely find a way to make it anew. Okay. And that is your fate. Continue on your journey with your friends. Keep an eye out, and you will find the pieces of the magical artifact that you seek. Damn, okay. That's a lot of places. Yeah. A lot of pieces. There's a lot of pieces. It's a hmm. very complicated thing. It's... Okay, well, thank you. Of course. Now let's see if any of your other friends have thought about the ways that I could help. Um, Lucy is gonna say, I want a piece of candy as I'm walking out. <laughs> Goodbye. Oh. <laughs> mm. That's very oh. sad and creepy. I mean, I'm the one who triggered yes, it. Yes, I, but... <laughs> I know. I know. Nix, you can probably make another Lucy. Um, as you, yeah. as you emerge from the tent, um, she says, I know. But you gave me the original, and that's the one that has the emotional attachment. Boom! New emotional attachments can be formed. Sure. Maybe stronger than the last. It's entirely possible. Most people don't even possible. like their childhood. It's entirely possible that new emotional attachments can form. I just need something that you're emotionally attached to now mm. to see your fate. So and he's doing so well with new Octavia. <laughs> <laughs>
drum up new Octavia. <laughs> um, would anyone oh, else boy. like their fate read? I I have a question. <sighs> yes, Bowman. Can we trade something not for our own fate reading, but for someone else's in the party? You would desire to surrender an item to which you are attached for someone else's fate? I don't necessarily believe in my own fate. I have been prodding my own for quite some time. <laughs> so I prefer it that way. Be it ignorance or not, but there is you... some information that would be helpful for others. You are a generous soul, Bowman, but... That is unfortunately not the way it works. I need an item that the person whose fate I am reading is emotionally attached to in order for me to get a clear reading. In that case, I do have something, but I would rather give it to you in a tent. Very well. Step this way, Bowman. Um, Artemis, would you care to join? Oh. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna like. I'm just like keeping an eye on Nyx as I walk by. <laughs> Does she look okay? Do I look okay? It's up to you. You look fine. Okay. Like she didn't do anything I'm not, to like, you. Smiling really nope. weirdly. Oh no. Nope. Wow. Imagine Nyx's <laughs> face is gone. Oh God. Nope. <laughs> All right. I'll head on in. Bowman and Artemis, you enter the tent. Well now, Mr. Bowman, the item you desire? I am. Um, uh, Bowman reaches into his pocket, not his portable hole, it's mm. specifically in his pocket, uh, pulls out a leather-bound little satchel that he's kept for It's very worn. Mm -hmm. seen some rough days. Yeah. Pull, pulls out a folded over, if like, it feels like a 16-time folded over piece of paper. Uh, and it's his, essentially his adoption papers that he, that was, that he had from the orphanage that he grew up. Hmm. Um, he presents it and says, this is the only paper in existence that has my name written. I, this is not necessarily sentimental, but it's old. I've kept so, it for remembrance of the nuns that took care of me, but they're <laughs> long gone. You say it's not sentimental, and yet you kept it all these years. I think, I think you don't recognize how sentimental it is. I will take that as payment, yes. Why do you collect sentimental things? Hold on, Mr. Bowman. Why do you collect sentiment? Why do you want this? Maybe well, if you I, must know, I am... Yes, Absolutely, if you would like to guess. In my observation, you're probably getting some sort of power from them. Emotional attachment is still power itself. Very astute, Mr. Bowman. That is correct. I may look human, but I assure you, I am not. I am a fae, a quite powerful one. And in the fae realm, emotions are a kind of currency. For me, 
having emotionally charged items allows me to access my powers and to grow stronger. That is all. Um, how... Hey, hey, Ben, can you, like, gauge on how bad would it be if I put Dispel Magic on the glamour that she probably has on herself? You, um, I mean, you could certainly try. Uh, if you want to see if that would upset her, uh, that would probably be an insight check. Okay, I'll do an insight check. Good thing my insight's so good. Yep, that's still 21. You see, there's sort of a twinkle in her eye, as if she knows what you're thinking and is almost daring you to do it. Um, but you do get the sense that it would be considered a little rude. Okay. I won't. Um, now, Mr. Bowman, time for me to read your fate. I think for you, and she summons a crystal ball out of thin air, sets it on the table. I think this is the reading we'll do today. Please, sit. Um, and she sort of waves her hands over the crystal ball, and an image appears in the crystal ball of an aracocra, very familiar aracocra to Bowman. Um, what's his name? Uh, this Aarakocra has sort of a, a hawket, uh, a falcon, uh, falconish, uh, features. Um, and you see, uh, little tufts of red plumage on, in his fur. Uh, he looks worn and gaunt. Um, she says, ah. Yes. Your long-lost friend. He still lives. For now. They have found the only work that they've ever known how to do, and they've had success. But soon, they will fail. And that failure will bring the displeasure of their commanding officer. And their commanding officer is not known for being forgiving of failure. Unless someone were to intervene, such failure would seal your friend's fate, and he would live no more. They would live no more. I would tell you where they are, but I think you already know, Bowman. I know you've done my reading, but can I ask a question? As you wish. To get to them. Because this is fate. I presume things are set. Fate isn't necessarily the way people think it is. Think of fate and, and destiny as a vast tapestry. If fate is being woven in a certain way, but of course, stitches could 
be changed to produce a new pattern. Until said fate is complete, the pattern can be changed. It might take work. After all, undoing the threads of a tapestry means that you have to start the tapestry all over. But until it is finished, it is not final. Your friend's fate is still in flux. His ultimate fate will depend on if you and your friends intervene. And whether you do so successfully. So you're saying that I need to bring everyone with me? Be for the best. I see that, um... You are a mighty warrior, and I know you like handling things yourself, but you can't always go it alone. I've begun to learn that. Well, great trade. Great. Been meaning to get that out of my back for quite some time. I live to serve a Mr. Brightshield. Mm. You want to make a trade? Could I see the crystal ball, crystal ball, as well, or did it just look foggy to me? It just looked foggy to you. I think I prefer not knowing. I'm more of an improviser. As you wish. Let's see if any of your other friends want their fate read. As you step back outside. Well. Any other takers? Um, Tadara hasn't needed her daggers in a bit, but she still carries multiple of them on her, including the one that she was fighting with the most when she was using her daggers more frequently. Um, she's going to take that off of her person and do a little flip with it and catch it um and hand it to her um and say uh Joyce um my caretaker pseudo mom essentially gave this to me before I had to go and fight on my own for the first time Yes, this will do nicely. Step on in. Yeah. Are you bringing anyone with you this time? I'm just going to go alone. Okay. Mom, mom, wait. As you step inside the tent, um, she takes the dagger, she sets it aside, gazes at you. A palm reading, I think. Could I have your hand? Yeah. Um, she takes your hand, she traces the lines on it, and then eventually says, hmm. You've been having bad dreams. Nightmares. For quite some time. I... The best I can tell you of your fate is to warn you that they are not merely 
your garden variety nightmare. One day, the nightmares will overwhelm you quite in a very real way. And you and your friends will have to face it. Will have to face your nightmares. Perhaps you will prevail. Perhaps not. But, as with any nightmare, the way to defeat it is to recognize what is causing the nightmares. And I think you know what is causing your nightmares. But whether you can move on from your feelings of guilt, well, that's up to you. And that will be put to the test, I assure you. Okay. Um, step back outside. Mm -hmm. Well, any other takers or? Yes. Alina, I was wondering if you would speak up. Yes, step inside. Are you bringing one of your new companions with you or? Would you like to do this alone? No, I don't think I'll bring anyone. Very well. Step inside. And as you enter, and your item, my dear? She's like tugging at the braid in her hair with the black strand running through it. Would you take half Make a persuasion check for me. Persuasion. <clears throat> That's not my best. Uh, 16. Wait, let's see how generous she's feeling. I require three quarters of it at minimum. Deal. Hair of scissors. Unbraids. No, no, no. Unbraids. Uh huh. Pulls <laughs> out the the strand, separates it, and hands yeah. it over. Braids it back in. I know how important this is to you, and this will provide an excellent reading. Um, she... It's like tears running down her face, because... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she pulls out a bag, a knucklebone reading, uh, opens the bag, tosses the uh, bones across the table, spends a moment looking at it. The Book of Exalted Deeds. Truly legendary item that you are seeking to gain understanding. 
Only one that is truly worthy may gain benefit from reading the tome. Your path has become darkened over the years, and the book will not see you as worthy as you are now. That said, once upon a time, there was a place in Darkon called Nevuchar Springs, where someone such as you could purify your soul. Now, the springs there have become corrupted as of late, but if you were to cleanse the springs, then you could cleanse your own soul in them, and the book may then view you as worthy. Now, the tome itself is interesting. These new companions of yours, your fate has led you to them. Your entire life has been leading towards your meeting of these new companions of yours. And only by staying with them will you find the book. The tome lies in the hands of zealous worshippers of a god that had long ago abandoned their now nameless realm. They have that book, and they have been presenting new adherents to it in the hopes that one of them may be worthy enough to read the book and gain the power to defeat their immortal enemy. But none have yet succeeded. Nor will any. But you, should you cleanse your soul and arrive safely to them and convince or coerce them into letting you access the book, that it's yours for the taking. One last piece of advice. You may find the answers you've long sought after, but just because you have the answer doesn't mean you will be satisfied by it. But that is all I could tell. Um, okay. As you, uh, uh, you compose yourself and then the two of you step out of the tent. Very well. Miss Presswell, change your mind or no? Absolutely not. Very well. Mr. Brightshield, you're muted. <laughs> I'm speechless. No, thank you. Very well. I have done what I can. Best of luck on your travels. May the fate that you finish weaving present a satisfactory pattern to you all. Yeah. Um, and she How are you guys? You all good? She turns away as you all sort of move on. I'm good. I'm okay. Yep. Did they all? They they took. She took down like a ball. 
Alina doesn't really say anything, but it's very obvious from her face that she is distraught. <laughs> I think Janara is conflicted. Uh, can Bowman just make a perception check to see how upset Alina is? Uh, we'll call this. I don't an think you check, need a perception check. Yeah, you it's probably. Pretty, if if, if Alina says you see that she's distraught, then you see that she's distraught. It's it's not like yeah. Can I, she's, can... she's not hiding it well. Can I make a perception check to see if her hair is any different than... Yeah, yeah, make a perception check. Ooh, that wasn't great. Uh, but my perception is not even great either. Uh, that was a 16. Um, I think it would be noticeable. Yeah, I, I think you would, you would probably notice that the strand that is sort of braided into her hair is... So... I don't. Re- I don't know if you guys remember. I'm sorry. The the no, Alina's hair is like stark white, um, and like she has two braids. One with like that was like one of the three strands was a fully black strand of hair, which is now not quite. At, it's it's like now just like a streak of black through that braid. Yeah, and then the other is a blue strand. That one didn't change. Yeah. So there's a lot less. There's a lot less black on that one side. I think Bowman is just going to place a hand on Alina's shoulder. He tried to, I guess, soothe her. I don't know. Yeah. Be a nice person. The price for knowing what you want to know is higher than a lot of people are willing to pay. At least I have a little left. I'll get you some tea. And Penny's going to go off and try to find tea. Because Alina offered her tea. Um, <laughs> Litwit Market itself doesn't have any food or drink stalls. But Damn. you see there are food or drink stalls in the carnival proper. And you guys are approaching the end of the lane here in Litwit Market. Um, and you see uh, uh, standing uh, uh, at the you know, sort of entry gate into the carnival proper um, is this uh, this carnival barker. He's got sort of a wedge of of black hair. Um, uh, he's got glasses on. He's got sort of a colorful outfit on. And he says, ah, hello, you all there. Welcome to the carnival. Would you like to enter the carnival proper? It is two silver pieces per ticket. Ooh, I have silver pieces. Now, that entry gets you in to see all the amazing sights and sounds in the carnival, but if you want to experience the great show at the big top, or take advantage of several of the other sideshow acts, some of them do charge additional fees as a warning. Also, food and beverages uh, from outside are not allowed to be consumed while in the carnival. And you, food and beverages within the carnival come with their own fees. So, Please be turn aware. Off all your cell phones to airplane mode. And of course, my name is Tyndall. It is my pleasure to meet all of you. And I would be happy to provide a tour to anyone who desires someone to show them around our miraculous carnival. You're selling tickets and also providing tours? What if someone behind us wants to get into the carnival, but you're giving us a tour? 
Oh, there are other carnival barkers. I'm just, I just happen to be the one here at the front right now. Okay, that's interesting. I'll pay for gonna, Well, I was going to say, I was going to pull out like a gold each and hand it to him and, and say, we're looking for two detectives. Oh. Ray and Sedgwick. Uh, may I ask what you are hoping to, uh, talk to him about? I don't know if that's your business. I'm not threatening them. They have information. I'm hoping they'll share it with us. Well, they were. They have been in the carnival, uh, as of late, but they, uh, they moved on. Well, I assume they moved on recently, but, uh... I don't know. I haven't seen them in a couple of days. Um, perhaps you can ask around, see if anybody else here at the carnival knows anything about them. Inside check. Make an inside check. Plus ten. No, not my best. Fourteen. Fourteen? Okay. Um, it's hard to get a read on this guy. Uh, he seems friendly enough, though, as far as you can tell. But, I mean... You know, he he mostly just seems interested in getting you in the door. <laughs> okay, well. If you could point us in the direction that they last were, otherwise the six gold might slip out of my hand. I'm afraid that... Uh... If you are looking for the two detectives, the best person to speak to is Hermos. He's, uh, you can see him right over there, and he points to this insanely tall guy. Uh, like, probably like ten feet tall. Um, like, large guy, uh, walking around the carnival. He's the oldest, he's the oldest member of the carnival, and, uh, he runs the day-to-day -day operations around here. Oh, a general manager. If you like. Sounds good. Thank you. All six gold to you. Thank you so very much. He scoops it up. Well, thank you very much. Have a good time. Can I... You want the tour or no? Just coming in for the, for your business? No tour? Where, yes, where, tour? Where's the funnel cake? Uh, Right over there. And he points out the area where the food stalls are. Uh, Bowman's gonna bump Nick's and just go. Uh, I mean, we just traveled for nine hours, so probably a little hungry. Well, best of luck. Um, as you enter the carnival grounds proper, you see uh more um people milling about. Uh, much like the ones you saw out in Litwick Market, they all have these like big smiles on their faces. They seem dressed in, like, very humble, like, farmer's clothing. Um, and as you're walking around, you see most of the guests and attendants seem to be adults. You do see one or two children who look odd. They've got weird skin tones, like blues or greens, um, and, like, some of them have, like, horns or antlers or other strange features, um, but they don't seem to be tieflings. They 
just seem to have extra features. They seem just as uh, smiley as their adults. Um, and as you pass by uh, uh, one group of them, um, one of the one of the men in the group looks over at y'all smiling. Good, good evening, mother. Keep you, and they keep going. Uh, as they do that, can I do like an arcana check to see if like a spell's on them or something? Sure. All right, that was a fifteen. No spell, as far as you can tell. Okay. Um, does it look like people are looking at us like they think it's weird that we're not smiling? No. Okay. Bull, not really. Bull, Bowman's actively tell. frowning. <laughs> um, but you make your way over to the food stalls. Um. Yeah, you're able to acquire funnel cakes, drinks, whatever you want. Uh, nothing is going to run more than a few copper. So, um, you know. If... I'm going to get a tea for Alina and give it to her. Sure. Yeah. Cheap enough. Without saying anything. Just hands her the tea. Okay, great. Nods watching. Um, yeah. I would say, like, honestly, one gold would probably cover all the food for the group. Because nothing is, again, nothing is more than a few coppers. Um, mm -hmm. And one gold is 100 copper. So if someone wants to just throw one gold for that, that I should will. more than cover all your. I'm also looking for more stuff. healthy options to make sure everyone is getting <laughs> some protein and uh, nutrients uh, in after walking. Yeah. I want a giant lemonade. Yeah. So <laughs> great. So yeah, yeah, you get one of those giant, like extra sugary um carnival lemonades. Uh in terms of health food, the closest thing, the closest thing you can find to a good protein source is like, yeah, uh ye old medieval corn dog. Um is there a chicken leg or big turkey leg? There are big turkey legs. Uh uh, yes, there are giant turkey legs that are dipped in a vat of some sort of uh, 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 sauce, um, yeah. quite tasty. Um, yeah, uh, also in terms of like fruits and vegetables, the closest thing you can find is either um, caramel apples um, or uh, uh, corn, roasted corn on the cob that has been absolutely drenched in butter. Do they have like nuts in a bag? Like, yeah, they've got some. They've got some candied nuts in a bag. I'm just but they gonna are get nuts. a bunch of candied nuts in a bag, and I'm gonna put them in my bag of holding. And yeah. then, if it seems like people are faint from walking nine straight hours, I'm gonna give them baggies. I like I'm how... saying it's all two gold with tips and everything. Okay, uh, great. I like how Eva's characters always make sure we are fed. Always find us food. <laughs> Bowman is going to actively not eat anything. Uh, he's just going to stand there, probably eat some jerky or hardtack or something, and just go, I got to watch my cholesterol, and then just down some whiskey. <laughs> uh, somebody calls up, hey, hey, no food from outside. You want to eat that? You got to eat that out of the carnival. I'm going to roll a deception check or a sleight of hand check and just say, I don't know what you're talking about, and just hide it back in my portable. Sure. Sure, go for it. What? Your choice. Uh, Did the one guy say mother keep you? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, 23. 23. It's like, all right. <laughs> uh, goes back to selling his uh, 
his cider or whatever he's selling. Yeah. Before I eat the food, I would like to just hold on to it and like watch the other people in the carnival as they eat the food. Um. Yeah. Make make a uh, we'll call this a perception right. check because you're watching. Twenty one. Twenty one. You see people go up to the stalls already with those big smiles on their face. So if you are worried that the food is causing that, it does not appear to. Okay. Can I go to some the person I bought all the nuts from? Yeah. Can I go up to them and say, um, hello. Um, I'm newer to this area. It's my first time at the carnival. Welcome, um, welcome. Thank you. Um, someone came up to me earlier, um, and said, Mother, keep you. I wasn't sure what that meant and how to respond to mm. that, so I just wanted to, I, I figured you seemed like a friendly face, so I thought I would ask. I, absolutely. It's, honestly, I don't know what that's all about myself. It's those weirdos in, uh, in this domain here that we're in. So, you know, Carnival, we we travel around, right? Oh. Um, yeah, all these fucking people, they're from Victol, the, the town nearby uh, here in Tepes. That, that's the domain that we're currently in. Um, I sold said that we should remain in the Carnival grounds while we're here. The people of uh, Tepes are weird. Um, other than being overly friendly, I don't know what that's all about. They seem fine. Um, how, how long have you been here? No, only a couple days. We just got here. Okay. But yeah, okay. they, you know, they keep walking around. They say, they talk about this mother. I think it's some kind of, you know, local, uh, deity or something that they worship. Um, yeah, they, they seem, uh, they seem to be gearing up for a festival of their own. They keep, some of them, one of the, a couple of them mentioned to me that they're, getting ready for the tithe festival, I guess. Um, you know, uh, I'm sure it's fun. They said that uh, if anyone from the carnival wanted to come to it, they would be uh, more than happy to welcome them. Uh, but, you know, I <laughs> I don't like to disobey a direct order for my soul. Uh, I think anybody here at the carnival can tell you that when the boss is mad, uh, heads will roll. And I mean literally. So... Um, oh, okay. Anyway, I have always found it best to just do my job. And when yeah. Icehold says, don't leave the carnival grounds while we're in this domain, I don't leave the carnival grounds while we're in this domain. So we're probably fine while we're at the carnival. Yeah, I would assume so. Okay. So does right. it seem... And again, I don't know what the deal is with these people from Tempest. Yeah. They, they seem okay. nice enough. They're just weirdly okay. smiling. I don't know. It might just sure. be a nice old thing. She's got weird opinions about stuff sometimes. She's very... He looks around. Paranoid! Okay. <laughs> okay, well, good to know. Thank you. Of course. I'm going to, uh, if I can pull the rest of my friends yeah. away from others and, like, pass on that information quietly, yeah. I will. Yep. Yeah. 
Don't like that. Yeah. The question, I, how do we get the boss mad? No. No. Why? Can we what? not just go talk to the tall man? Why do we have to go find the boss lady and make her mad? I mean, it's the fastest way to get to the boss. I don't want to get kicked out. I don't want to have my head rolled off my body. That too. Hmm. Well, I guess if we put it like that, maybe we should have a different idea. Um. They've also only been here a couple days and it makes me worried that if we're in this area too long, something could happen. Right. Like we um, get sacrificed at Tithe. Mm. Or suddenly we have smiles stuck on our face. I don't know. I feel like yeah, if we so. follow that rule too, we don't leave. Yeah. We should be okay. We should find out if there's like a place we can stay. Because like, I don't know about you guys, but I am well, a little tired. I know. I've had a weird night last night. A little. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I slept pretty well last night. Not a bump. Nothing woke me up whatsoever. <laughs> Are there like hotels in? Not there wouldn't be hotels in a carnival or like places to stay in a carnival. We'd have to stay in Victor. We could probably see if we could bunk with Aunt Holly. Can we try to see if we can find like an empty tent? Yeah. Can we read Carnies? Is that a like yeah can't we do that thing where we like hide in the train or in the back of the tent yeah just go away like the boxcar kids like we have a magic tent oh yeah yeah. (laughs) can we set that up or is that considered like outside entertainment into the carnival well can you make yours invisible not invisible i can make it so you can't really see through it uh and and like nobody that isn't invited can come in right yeah. Yeah. So even if they wanted to stop yeah, us, yeah. they couldn't. I, I just I'm gonna pull the closest employee and just ask. Um, is there sleeping arrangements on the camp campus of the carnival where guests could stay? Uh, yeah, man. Not unless you want to, you know, join our happy little family here. Um, he's smoking. He says that kind of sarcastically. Um, he's like, yeah, man. Look. You know, if you want, carnivals all always welcomes outcasts as long as you're willing to do some work for for you know staying here. But you can't stay on the grounds if you're just a visitor. And now, if you want to stay off property, there's no rules against like pitching a tent just off site or whatever. That's why we can't get rid of those damn leeches over in Litwick. Lit, I can't speak Litwick Market. Um, but you know. You're welcome to pitch your tent outside the grounds, or you can, you know, I think there's a, I think there's an inn in, uh, in Victol over there. Okay. Not that you won't um, catch me there, but. How do you become a carny? Mm, you'd have to talk to, uh, you have to talk to, uh, Hermos or, uh, or the boss I sold. Um, but Hermos is probably your best bet. He does all the day-to-day operation stuff. Uh, I sold sort of the, you know. Big boss. Mm, she makes it. the rules around here and stuff. Great. Um, what was your name? 
Jim. What was Jim? Well, thank you, Jim. Um, uh, hey, you know what? For your troubles, I'm just gonna pull out a cigar that Bowman just has. It's very crumpled. It's mm-hmm. just and just place it in his hand. There you go. Crumpled. We'll be later. Gee, thanks, man. <laughs> um, Dang. that's two weeks old. So great, vintage. All right. Uh, Bowman rejoins the group. So we should probably stay off off grounds. Maybe I mean the fade didn't seem like that. Well problem. they can't get into our tent, so it doesn't matter. Uh, I bet they could probably figure something else out. But... Mm. We'll take we'll keep watch. Yeah, I think okay. it's our best option. I don't I've just got a weird feeling about all this. Really? You've got a weird feeling about the magic carnival in the middle of the mist, and we had to walk on a leash to get here, and everyone's smiling, and someone said, Mother, keep you, and all we can eat is fried food. You think that's weird? Really, Artie? That's not all we can eat. Wait, did you not like the leash idea? No, I did actually. Nix, that was a great idea. that was actually a really good idea. (laughs) Annie, come on. What? Listen, I'm tired. I didn't sleep well last night. And then I tried to take up running and it didn't go well. And now we walked nine hours and I'm exhausted. So I kind of want to sleep. Why didn't you sleep well last night? Because I had a bad dream, Bowman. You ever had a bad dream? Every night. But that's regardless. Um, As you're sort of like chatting in in the secluded corner. As we're fighting in the middle. Yeah, (laughs) as you're fighting in the middle of the carnival, you see that like nearby... um, Nearby, you see this like frowning clown um, start oh, no. grinding a barrel organ, and you oh, see no. a bunch of like unidentifiable small animals start doing a dance to it, um, and oh, no. a small crowd of the uh, of the Victal people start gathering to watch this impromptu performance. No, we have to go. We uh, need to get out. I, I I would I would like to I would like to see what happens here. Yeah, you stand. You can see over the heads of the small crowd that's gathering because you're tall. Um, it's a great little performance. You have no clue what these animals are. Are they a monkey, a shrew, a raccoon? Yeah. Uh, it's so hard to tell because they're. It's a weird mixture of a bunch of like different small mammal. Um, but after the sad clown finishes grinding his organ and the song comes to a stop, the creatures do this little like pose, um, and the the crowd claps and starts like throwing out some coins, which the monkeys like gather up and give to the frowning um clown who collects it all silently and then picks up the barrel organ and he and the creatures move on to another spot in the carnival uh bowman's gonna bend over to artemis and just go i'm performing something i mean why why it seems like they're very easily entertained i mean that was a thrilling show the drama itself but I bet you probably could get some more cash. I... You and I have a bit of a, like, 
We're doing a role reversal here right now. This should be like my shit. There's just something that feels... There's always another shoe that drops for us, right? It's never just take down the big bads. There's always a dragon just hiding behind everything. You think one of those creatures was a dragon? Not, not literally. I just mean like, although that like raccoon looking thing, little. Oh. I thought it was quite adorable. I mean, was it a shrew or a raccoon or a demonic spirit? I don't know. I always get those confused. Can but... I? I just want to like give my good friend Mister Bowman a hard look over. Is he okay after being after seeing whatever was in that crystal ball? Bowman, what does he see when he gives you a look over? Uh, it's obvious I'm giving you a look. I think I think if Artemis, I think how close Artemis and Bowman have gotten over the years, uh, Artemis can kind of see. Well, we've known we've known each other for like what three years now in 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 game. Are we on three? I don't think so, but what didn't for however didn't, long you've known each other. Old. The years blur together. Yeah. Uh <laughs> Artemis probably sees like Bowman is very trying hard to just deflect and just forget about what just happened. So he's just trying to make a happy situation. Tell you what, we learn a little more and maybe. And then we can run the entire place out of money and go back to that, whatever those, that island was called, with the horse and the carnival and the whores. Like, it was a great time. Shall we go talk to the general manager? Try to actually get some answers? Sure. We should do that. Yeah. <laughs> Do we just look up and just see the Yeah, it's easy top? it's easy enough to find this guy. As you as you approach him, he's big, burly, ten feet tall. Uh he's got long black hair that he has sort of pulled back into a uh into a ponytail. Um nice. and a and a you know bushy beard. Um and he is standing outside a uh, a tent that's sort of in uh, uh dark colors. Um and you see sort of uh, uh, smoke or fog or whatever drifting out of the entryway of this tent. And he, this giant is standing outside talking to um, talking to a woman. Um, and he says, uh, Selisa, I have told you before that... You cannot run through all of our dry ice in one day. You need to pace yourself. Um, Salisa so is this elven uh, woman um, who said, who's dressed in like a, a sort of a, you know, a dancer's uh, a outfit. And she says, uh, I understand, Hermos, but... The, the snakes like it. It adds to the performance, you see. Be that as it may, we are now out of dry ice and have to restock. And 
we're not going to be restocking here now, are we? So just keep that in mind for next time, Salisa. That's so. Uh, yes, yes, they're most. I'll, I'll try to keep that in mind. Thank you. Uh, and she steps back into her tent. And Hermos sort of just shakes his head. Sees you all approaching. Ah! Guests, welcome! Uh, I've not met you before. I am Hermos. Uh, and he sort of squats down and holds out his giant hand for a handshake. Oh, fuck it. Yeah, let's take it. He's mm-hmm. like, surpri- he like grips it with the, grips your hand with the lightest touch to shake your hand and shakes everybody's hand. So, how can I, uh, how can I help you travelers? We're looking for some people. Well, many people make their way into the carnival. Are you looking for anyone in particular, or just some people? Well, you know, any old average Joe will do. (laughs) (laughs) Ah. Well. No, we're looking for specific Mm, Ray and Sedgwick, the detectives, yes. Mm -hmm. Uh, May I ask why you are looking for our friends? They have a bit of information we're hoping to know about. We're hoping they'll offer it. We're looking for someone else that they probably, we heard they know where they are. I think. Yes. It's been a while since someone told me. (laughs) It it was a long long nine hours. Mm Mm-hmm. I see. Well, I would love to help you, but, well, would you consider yourselves capable? Yes. You seem to have an array of weapons on you. We do. Oh, you saw that. Oh, sorry. They didn't check it at the door. No, they're fine in here. As long as you don't as long as you don't make me fight you, I don't care. Um, Capable, but in a bit of a hurry. I understand. I am going to need to bring you to meet I sold, for you see, your friends, Sedgwick and Ray, they were working a case for her. And had assured her they were close to finding the solution, and then disappeared very shortly after arriving God. here in Tepes. Wonderful! If wow! I throw, if I throw just another name out at you instead, <laughs> yeah, maybe we can skip the Fearenzel Honan. Does that name ring a bell at all? wizard. It does not ring a bell. I do not believe he has ever been through the carnival. Do you know everyone's name who's been through the carnival? Well, we're at it. Just as we're throwing all names out there, ever heard of Oikos? Oh! Have I I ever heard of what? I've never heard of a guy (laughs) named uh, Dagrin. (laughs) No, I'm not familiar with a Dagrin either. Okay. But do you know everyone who comes through the carnival? Uh, I know 
I know the people who make a big enough impression for me to remember their names, which, as you can imagine, over the years is quite a few people, but... <laughs> at any rate, if you're looking for your detective friends, I better let Isold explain to you the situation in more detail. Okay. Um. Well, we're... Either he goes to get Isol or we go with him. I'm just gonna go, guys, why? Why is it never simple? Why can there just... Why is it never... Oh, yeah, let me just get you to meet my friend Bill. He's um, right in the back. I've been saying this since we first met, and now everyone's just starting to catch on that we have the literal worst fucking luck. Yeah. It's uh, like there's an omnipotent being that is writing challenges for us. And well, I would like to tell whatever omnipotent being is up Nick, there. No, no, no. Hermos just laughs and says, ah, this is often the way of things. Very rarely is anything accomplished without trial. But come with me, and I will take you to meet with my souls. Um, and with that, we will end tonight's episode mm. so thank you all for playing uh and we will uh thank you all for watching uh, and we will pick back up here to see uh who i sold is learn more about this carnival or victal or tempest or the detectives so or whatever <laughs> is going on um we'll learn more about all that next time so thanks for playing thanks for watching and we'll see you soon have a good night, everyone. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.